So I'm here in a car waiting. My husband, my daughter are getting out of the the uh, the store, um, convenience store to get some dinner. And um, just wanted to say how important it is to slow down. Life is art. Life is art. What will you put on your canvas? What's going on with everybody and welcome to a relaxing, rejuvenating morning. And it's wonderful to be able to get some good sleep um, for a change. It makes all the world of a difference. Um, because without a lot of sleep, you just end up... Um, it's like your brain isn't fully there and it's... Um, it really takes over quite a bit for sure. And so with a lot of good sleep, it helps for sure. And so welcome to a relaxing, rejuvenating morning filled with a little bit of meditation and a little bit of just deep breathing just to relax and enjoy your favorite type of beverage, whether it's... um coffee or whatever it is and so let's just relax so just enjoy this relaxing meditation breathing in and breathing out just in and out But now we're going to take in even more oxygen. So you're going to go where the side of your arm is. You'll feel like a little indentation. Um, kind of like a little bit of a circle. And you go right below that on the side of your arm and just press in in that empty spot. Just press in and breathe in. And now, notice how much easier it is to breathe. It's almost like you're lighter and you're on a mountain. And if you notice, even feeling your thumb on it, it even, you can even kind of feel your pulse a little bit. It's really cool. So just focus in on this breathing. Don't focus on the negativity around you. Just focus on relaxing. And letting it all go. And taking everything in. Notice how it slows down your heart rate a little bit. 
and how it balances you and it puts you in this wonderful state of mind just keep breathing in through your nose and a little out through the mouth and then you just realize you're a lot more balanced and everything just falls into place and just keep doing this for even a few minutes every day and see where it goes hopefully you enjoy this relaxing meditation and feel free to listen to this anytime that you may be feeling stress or any type of anxiety or even depression whatever it may be And I think it's something we all have to remember that even just taking a little bit of time to meditate, it can help with so many things, whether it be getting a lot more sleep or being able to not worry so much about all the different struggles in life. or just even the littlest things in life that become really big things to worry about. None of those things really matter. And notice that it's way easier to breathe and it helps build up your immune system. And even if you have like a humidifier with, a, you know, one of the VIX humidifiers, even if you have one of those and you're using eucalyptus oil or lavender or any types of essential oils, those would help even more too for relaxing meditation. And now we'll even do like a little stretch as well. Just putting your arms up. Breathing in. Inhaling. Go up. And exhaling, go down.
Notice how your arms feel lighter the higher they go and slower it goes down. Do that again. And hopefully you enjoy this relaxing meditation. Coffee making has become a real art form, especially making coffee here for the podcast to talk to you. I'm standing here um, in our family transitional program right now. Um, Started out as, oh my God, we're in a shelter to, you know what? We're in a family transitional program and we're so grateful and we've um, really established things. And so I wanna update you I also have an article I wanted to go over with you um, that I wrote last year when I was having a really hard time balancing creative work life with family time during the holidays. And I'm going to share that with you. This is a special time of year to podcast with you because it marks yet another year of being here on this podcast. Spotify has done a lot with podcasting. I was very skeptical and made that very publicly known. And now I'm just very proud to be proven wrong, honestly. Um, They've done some enhancement features for the background sound, so we'll be testing that for the podcast and for podcast creation on Anchor. But we're gonna pour a cup of job here. A good little, a good strong cup of coffee here for the evening. Just an evening, an evening cup. Um, I've learned about night coffee here, actually, with other moms, and it's been really nice. Um, we're also going to be talking about um, updates in relationships, friendships, family, all that kind of stuff because I'm really excited about all of this. And I'm so, so grateful uh, beyond words, beyond belief of how strong a relationship can actually develop and be um, intimately, family, close circle, um, in Christ, in spirituality. I've been really grateful for guided meditation, for prayer, for sermons, um, in person and even online. So this is going to be a fun episode with many segments over coffee and just catching up with you. I'm really grateful for you. I I can't believe how many listeners I have now. I'm really grateful for you for coming here to connect with your own reality and your own relationships. So I want to share some of my life with you here moving forward. A lot of self-awareness. I missed a technical meeting today that it was optional, virtual, 
because my self-awareness really does sing. Even if I've intended to do Twitter spaces and live streaming, I'm just very self-aware of my other options, such as, you know, connecting through forums, which I think I'll be doing for blockchain because this was on blockchain and Web3. Um, and I've gotten some resources together in connecting with community because I'm not doing crypto specific things. I'm doing technical testing and observations in Web3 that I've been doing the last couple of years. And I know enough now by skill building. And so, um, but the content of that is not important. The structure is that you can, it's not just about live streaming, although I think live streaming can be important. It can be about other options of connecting. We learn about Swell, which is they're really focusing on pre-recording and the, the um, benefits of pre-recording. And I want to get more people over there. And I'm grateful to the DM community um, that I'm in that was presented with Swell um, and kind of the community connected connections so that if you did want to be virtual, there's just other options um, when you can work differently creatively. Um, so we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this coffee here, listen to that steam. So knowing what you want in relationships, family, friends, um, any kind of love relationships, I'm beginning to see the evolution of love in multiple forms, actually. There's a different kind of love that grows when you've really been with someone and it can evolve into something else. It can evolve from sexual to spiritual. Um, and even 
friendship to worship or anywhere kind of in between um, is really cool. And knowing kind of where you're at in relationships is important. So family, I want to talk about um, for a bit here, because I think that this comes with changing into who you really are. And it's uh, really cool to understand where you're coming from. I think there's a connection you can keep with people who um, you've had a natural connection with in your family, like siblings, and um, where you're naturally wanting to know how they are. They know that you care, and you also know how genuine they are. Um, it's a really nice thing to have around. Um, when you have had a healthy time uh, on your own kind of growing and, and you had a healthy space, you know, and then reconnecting with them is really, really cool. Um, without being pressured to or feeling guilt over it, but then reconnecting when you actually have time that's appropriate, that's uninterrupted, you can really connect with them. And especially if they've earned that time from you by being real and genuine and this kind of thing. Um, it's really cool. Um, and really important. Boundaries are going to help you because they are the tools. People themselves are not, but boundaries are. And by kind of having these boundaries, especially when it comes to scheduling with friends or relationships or any of that kind of stuff is really, really important. Um, and, um, so all week in my relationship, I had time kind of open and was kind of getting some other things done and a lot of things figured out and it was really cool. But I had some time open and this weekend I've decided to kind of um, make myself unavailable just to have that time with family. And I'm doing that on weekends now. Um if there's some church, if there's that family aspect there, if relationships kind of pick up and it becomes more about family, that can happen. That could evolve, all that kind of stuff. If new relationships form, um, open to that. If um, old ones rekindle or connect, that's cool. If, you know, especially people that I've been in touch with in person and things like recently, um, over these past couple weeks. Um, that's cool. But I think kind of slowing down in these things, my husband and I were talking about that today. Sometimes you got to give people the chance to figure out what they want and they got to give you the chance to figure out what you want. And, um, it's really, really important to do that and it's valuable for everybody. And, what I've learned in growing is that if somebody has done something significant for you, you're going to genuinely, genuinely want happiness for them. Another thing that a good example, though, um, I thought of a coffee metaphor to describe something. And when I come back to it, I really want to. Um, oh, I think that's describing open mindedness. I think I just remembered what it was. And that'll be something we'll get into in a bit. Um Taste buds for people change. Just like your food, 
right? And so if, so if your food is not cooked properly, um, anymore, or if it's something you've had a lot of and it's not, um, anything new, but really if your food is not cooked a lot, is not cooked right, or let's say you've had a lot of it, and it used to be kind of a treat and everything. And it's one of those things where it's good, but it's got some sugar. It's got um, salt. Some things about it that are unhealthy. Your taste buds are going to change for it. People, um, and this is something I want you to be aware of. People become ugly or less attractive if they used to treat you right. And they don't treat you right anymore. And this has happened over the last couple of years with relationships where somebody was very attractive at one point. And you probably experienced this in your own life, right? One point, they're very attractive. They're very intelligent. They're very whatever. But then when they stop trying to do something new in their life, they stop trying to um, reach out to those around you and, and to you and that kind of thing. When they, when they, um, become kind of disinterested or lazy or self-entitled that you owe them something. Maybe this is a business thing. Maybe this is for you. You've hired somebody and they've ended up being kind of somebody that became entitled because of the ways that you treated them really, really well. And you, um, if it's a relationship, maybe you spoiled them a bit. Friendships, same thing. I think you can spoil friends too much. And they become almost like they expect it. And it's a part of the reason why they even hang out with you in the first place. So notice for yourself, I've become so much more at peace just being okay with the fact that like I could love somebody, want best for them, all that kind of stuff. But what happens is I notice that my own, it, it's not anything wrong with them personally, but the attraction changes over time as they, uh, become where they're not moving anymore and um or they're not as grateful to you when you do something for them because you've done too many things at once and um it's kind of like being too 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 kind without without teaching them anything without having constructive criticism without um without uh, being honest with them about certain things that might actually help them not hurt them by just telling them the truth about things if they instead of saying to somebody oh that looks perfect on you you could say well actually um something else might look better or you did your hair perfectly well actually you could maybe add this like but doing it in a way that's not mean or rude but like being honest with someone to benefit them um, if somebody does something and the officer writes a report and you're like trying to be like, oh, that that's good. And you're doing it just not to hurt their feelings. How are they going to learn to write better if you don't be honest with them and say, well, what you could do is expand a little more on this part of it. This section here might not be relevant, all this stuff, but it's good that you made the effort kind of thing and be, be nice about it. Be grateful to them. For showing up, but not necessarily um, rude about it. So, kind of my thoughts um, for now. I really hope that you've had a good week and that your end of the year is going well. 
Um, whenever you're listening to this, maybe your new year is going well, hopefully. Um, the beginning of your week is starting as you're listening to this. I try to be as relevant as possible when I do record so that the time, it doesn't matter. It's been morning a couple times on this podcast and evening a couple times on this podcast with a good balance. And I really wanted to, um, add some, some thoughts for you and some voice, you know, my husband and I's voices. We've been having a lot of fun spending some alone time together that we've needed. And, um, so I want to be honest about relationships since I've opened up about our, um, being the way we are and that we've always kind of been this way and that it's never been something we've hid and, um, all that kind of stuff, but that because we've been a few years of experience, it's kind of nice that we're not overly, overly, overly new relationship energy all the time, overly excited all the time, overly ecstatic all the time, addicted and attached to other people all the time. Like I'm finding my, I'm calming down a lot on expectations. I'm calming down a lot on distracting uh, distractions and I'm actually able to focus on what I need to get things done. And I think that's important when you're dealing with a lot of people, business, friendship, relationship, whatever, uh, family, even, um, you might expect somebody to show up. They didn't show up. The more overly excited or new relationship energy that you get, it's like the more disappointed you might get. It doesn't mean don't get excited or don't let yourself open up. It just means like you got to take a deep breath and say, okay, even though this person is in my life and exists and is attractive, I still have to live life. I still have to take care of responsibilities. I still have to um, provide or I still have to um, be in a certain mood at a certain level when somebody needs me to pay attention to them. And you have to really do some things and give yourself that alone time. Getting up extra early in the morning has helped my husband and I be able to communicate and have that extra alone time. Um, being up by yourself even or taking turns, taking naps while the other person has some time to themselves. That's always a really good balance. That helps us a lot. Taking time in the morning to work. I know I've been working more this week. Um, I'm new to getting back into work though, and I'm doing different kinds of online creative talented work. I'm not really getting into the uh, more corporate and nine to five side of things anymore because I'm finding that that doesn't, that's not realistic anymore. Um, and so I'm, you know, kind of doing some work that's building towards something and doing a little bit each week so that I'm not overextending myself and overwhelming myself. And I'm making sure that I'm putting my talents where they need to go and kind of like learning what I need to learn and only what I want. And so I'm not overwhelmed is really important. And so if you can do that um, and be patient on that, that's cool. And um, forgiving yourself for changes that you've made, maybe mistakes that you've made in your relationships. And also loving people and letting them go as they need to go. Um, I'm starting to come become acceptable and come to the fact that 
when opening your relationships and loving as much as we have our big hearts, um, I'm really starting to learn based on experience that people are going to come and go in our lives. And I'm starting to become actually calm about it. That these relationships are not like a marriage where they're forever. And people certainly don't treat you like that. Um, and they don't treat you the same forever. And there's something very special about having a marriage or um, a nesting relationship. If you aren't into the marriage thing, but you love the person and you live with them or however it works. There are some families that are polyamorous that do live together. They have and raise children together um, with multiple relationships and they merge it into one group relationship or one commune or as it were. And it's really kind of cool to see different societies and different households live differently. In that sense, we're more traditional and I wouldn't want to live with anybody anymore. Uh, we have tried it um, as part of uh, being secure and safe and all that. And none of us really enjoyed living together. It's just very different than hanging out and being together. But yeah, I've started to really take it easy in my um, not having attachments at all and just being okay, uh, being calm and uh, being very much more balanced and healthy about things in life and not even wanting the romantic kind of love anymore. There's another kind of love that um, I was listening to, Multi-Amory. That's a really good podcast for different types of relationships um, and love and polyamory and stuff. And it really goes into like the adult side of things. Um, and they bring guests on and they talk together and things. And they were talking about this. Uh, they had an author on. She was talking about this love that has to do with growth. I think it was like a couple episodes into their podcast, like, um, the one before their latest one, but she was talking about a love that is not romantic, but that is based on watching somebody grow and based on growing in different areas together and kind of a philosophical kind of love, um, either for all humanity and the good of the collective or for the growth of that person, um, and in, in, um, that special person or whatever. And, um, talking about how like the romantic love doesn't actually make you happy and we over romanticize it which is true i think we get overly excited about different types of um expectations from others and um the special attention and all that and it's not really it takes a lot of energy it's not really healthy to do that and i have started to understand like a lot of these songs and stuff a lot of them are cool like I love pop and all that kind of stuff um but a lot of them um it's like they're jokes because they go into the romance part of it and it's like that's kind of ridiculous um when it comes to like the mainstream radio I don't listen to all mainstream radio as my music anyway but um I just noticed that a lot of it is like based on traditional romance and there's different types of ways to love people when you're in these kind of relationships that aren't necessarily even sexual or romantic. They're more of like spiritual kind of love. And that's a lot of it um, includes like fellowship and 
worship together and meditation together and learning and growth and all kinds of things. And so another thing is um, enjoying the changes in your life and enjoying the things that you can get rid of when you um, when you change and when you, you know, things you can put down, things you're no longer addicted to. That's really cool. Um, cravings you no longer have. We've really um, decided based on kind of our experience and it almost felt like drinking all over again, getting into the THC drink and having one, it kind of did that. My husband on Eden's experience talks about this on his podcast. If you want to kind of learn um, kind of a summary, not the, all the details, but like a summary of kind of what happened, but, um, and he covers kind of what happens because, uh, CBD we were using to calm our anxiety because we were going through a lot and taking care of family and it helped for a little while just to get through until we could, we could uh, move and leave and everything. And, uh, then we thought about maybe including it here. And when we did, there was THC involved. And so there, that episode will be in his podcast if you want to check it out. Um, I think he did a really good job of explaining it the way he did. But we've realized how much, um, how not only is it another thing you have to rely on, it's an expense and it's not cheap. And I think it would be good for people as an alternative with the CBD only, but it's still something to rely on. It's still something to, um, but maybe like for the sleep, people need help getting to sleep or for, um, when it comes to getting rid of anxiety at first or like fixing alcohol cravings. If you're coming out of alcohol, I know for us that helped a lot because we don't drink anymore, not because it's alcohol's fault, but because we just can't handle it anymore. And so, um, it's really good to get rid of that and to clean, to be clean and sober. And we felt really good. We were talking about that, having our, one of our alone conversations and just how good it feels to be sober and sleep better and do this where your body is doing this on its own. And then you're able to maybe feel good with some extras like Turkish coffee is awesome. Um, Greek coffee is awesome. Coffee in general is awesome, but um, black chai tea is a different kind of chai. It's not the sweet, sugary chai tea, which I was expecting. It's an actual, it's like an herbal chai tea. I think it's like a more natural. And we were drinking it this morning and we were noticing the effects. It's like this tea does what you would spend the mo- all that time and money to try to find CBD. This tea is kind of doing it. Now, I'm not necessarily against smoking weed or, or CBD or THC, if you can really afford it and you have the time and if it helps you, um, if it helps you, I'm not somebody that's like, Oh, you know, you're stupid for doing it or you're a bad person. Um, I'm really not like actually some of my closest friends, um, do, you know, they vape and things like that. So I'm not even like, and they understand about life and they've been through a lot. So I understand, you know, where it's coming from because we have done it, like not vaping, but like the CBD or the, you know, and we have had our drinking issues. 
and things. Um, vaping, I'm too chicken shit scared to try, but anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> cause I've just heard horror stories, but you know, drinking has its own horror stories associated anyway, but you know, either way, it's just more about what can you handle in your life. And some people quit coffee because coffee has not done them any good. Some people have overdosed on coffee and went to the emergency room. Um, I was in a virtual conversation years ago with somebody that was telling me she had to quit coffee and go to tea um, because of that. And she went to the emergency room over coffee. So it's kind of crazy how we decide what we are going to um, allow. We all are going to have some kind of vices. Sometimes that vice is milk. By the way, we also kind of cut back on milk. We don't really hardly drink it. We, You could say we quit milk as well because of the weight gain and bloatiness that you kind of feel um, with it. And so as adults, it's like we don't really need milk anymore per se, but like we love yogurt, which is healthier because they have the probiotic bacterias. But really it's all about what you kind of want um, in your life and what you can tolerate, really what you can handle, um, what will help you finding that balance. I think people who have more experience in marijuana can do it better and it can probably be useful to help them. Um, especially with the traditional ways of uh, consuming marijuana, you know, smoking and all that, or if they can make their own. I, I really respect people who decide to grow their own herbs whether that is marijuana or tea or coffee or whatever, because they know exactly what they're putting in. And if they have the resources to do that, I think that's pretty cool. So, but anyway, just kind of talking life here, shooting the shit with you. I really do appreciate you listening. Um, I've had a lot of fun this week on the podcast as I've just been sleeping better and feeling a lot more creative and content, a lot of content, I've been able to be inspired with this one just because of the uh, the audio enhancement. I've been able to podcast in definite more places with you, um, more environments and merging environments together. Um, all the kind of the relationship stuff that I've been experiencing experiencing this week, the understandings and insights and awakenings. Um, this week and um, kind of this last year that I've been able to share with you. So this episode turned out really cool and I did want to include the things that turned out to be good segments um, and all that kind of stuff. So I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you are having a good day, a good week, a good end of the year, beginning of the new year, whenever you're listening to this, a good end of your week, beginning of your week, whatever. Ending my week now, wrapping this up, so take care of yourselves, take care of your life, take care of each other, and uh, stay connected.